Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading through the one-year chronological Bible, and today's reading is for February 8th. Social Responsibility, Exodus 22, 16 through 31, 1446 or 1280 BC. If a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the bride price and she shall be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must still pay the bride price for virgins. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal is to be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord must be destroyed. Do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were foreigners in Egypt. Do not take advantage of the widow or the fatherless. If you do and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. Wow, just the beginning of this here, (laughs) when it comes to social responsibility and how you are to treat other people, and also what are you to do when people go against the Ten Commandments, when they worship other gods, um, and how he's going to take care of the widow and the orphan from the very beginning here. All right, verse 25. If you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy, do not treat it like a business deal. Charge no interest. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, return it by sunset, because that cloak is the only covering your neighbor has. What else can they sleep in? When they cry out to me, I will hear for I am compassionate. Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Do not hold back offerings from your granaries or your vats. You must give me the firstborn of your sons. Do the same with your cattle and your sheep. Let them stay with their mothers for seven days, but give them to me on the eighth day. You are to be my holy people. So do not eat the meat of an animal torn by wild beasts. Throw it to the dogs. A call for justice. Exodus 23, 1 to 13. Do not spread false reports. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. Do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you give testimony in a lawsuit, do not pervert justice by siding with the crowd. And do not show favoritism to a poor person in a lawsuit. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, be sure to return it. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen down under its load, do not leave it there. Be sure you help them with it. And again, this is so interesting with these laws and, and what justice looks like. It, it looks like doing the right thing, right? And helping people, even if you don't like them. Um, doing what's right before God. Verse 6. Do not deny justice to your poor people in their lawsuits. Have nothing to do with a false charge and do not put an innocent or honest person to death, for I will not acquit the guilty. Do not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and twists the words of the innocent. Do not oppress a foreigner. You yourselves know how it feels to be a foreigners because you were foreigners in Egypt. For six years, you are to sow your fields and harvest the crops. But during the seventh year, let the land lie unplowed and unused. Then the poor among your people may get food from it and the wild animals may eat what is left. Do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. Six days do your work, but on the seventh day, do not work so that your ox and your donkey may rest. And so that the slave born in your household and the foreigner living among you may be refreshed. Be careful to do everything I have said to you. Do not invoke the names of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. 
three annual festivals, Exodus 23, 14 to 19. Three times a year you are to celebrate a festival to me. Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days eat bread made without yeast as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time in the month of Aviv, for in that month you came out of Egypt. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Celebrate the festival of harvest with the first fruits of your crops you sow in your field. Celebrate the festival of ingathering at the end of the year when you gather in your crops from the field. Three times a year all the men are to appear before the sovereign Lord. Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me along with anything containing yeast. The fat of my festival offerings must not be kept until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. All right, so the setting up of a few feasts and some of the details that, you know, for us today, we're like, what what in the world is all this? And yet this is what God is saying. You're going to honor me in this way. Here are the details of the feast I want you to do and how to do it. A promise of the Lord's presence, Exodus 23, 20 to 33. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion since my name is in him. If you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and Jebusites, and I will wipe them out. Do not bow down before their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. So we're going to see this played out throughout the years in the wilderness and then even after with the Jewish people. Um, God saying, I'm going to bring you to, to fulfill my promises into the land I promised you, but only worship me. And then I will bless you. Verse 27, I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion every nation you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs and run. I will send the hornet ahead of you to drive the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hittites out of your way. But I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. I will establish your borders from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the desert to the Euphrates River. I will give into your hands the people who live in the land and you will drive them out before you. Do not make a covenant with them or with their gods. Do not let them live in your land or they will cause you to sin against me because the worship of their gods will certainly be a snare to you. And, and we will see that played out as well. If they did not drive them out, they would then eventually accept their gods and then God would come and, and need to discipline them. Israel accepts the Lord's covenant, Exodus 24, 1 to 18. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near, and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said, we will do. Moses then wrote everything down the Lord had said. Now we heard this before, 
and we're hearing it again after he gives all of these uh, uh, these laws and these boundaries. Good start. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls and the other half he splashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, we will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood sprinkled it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli, as bright blue as the sky. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here. And I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua his aid, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. That's the end of the reading for February 8th. So we have God setting up uh, the responsibilities for Israel. He promises he's going to send his angel ahead of them. He's going to wipe out their enemies but they need to obey what he has said. And then you have Israel saying, uh, this all looks good. (laughs) We are going to do everything that the Lord has said we will do. And then, um, and then you have Moses and Aaron, others coming uh, to God and they're able to see him to an extent. And then Moses is going up on the mountain, Mount Sinai. And, He stays up there 40 days and 40 nights. And then we'll, of course, in days to come, see the specifics of what takes place. So what do I take away from this devotional reading? Well, again, you have the statement, we are going to do everything God has said. And that's a great start. We know that's not going to fully uh, uh, play out in what they do, but it's the right way to approach God. You have God setting up. This is how it's going to work. This is what I want you to do. He shows his presence to some of his leaders. And then he calls out Moses and says, you come up. And he spends this time with him uh, to give him the law on these tablets. So my takeaway from my devotional reading today. God's going to do some things that don't make sense. But the thing that remains constant is that I listen to him, to his word. I commit to following it completely. And I have the right attitude in doing so. I think that's a foundation. That's what I'm going to carry away today. What God has said in his word, I want to be committed to. I want to honor him 
even if I don't fully understand some of the things he says, I'm going to follow him today. Father, I'm committed to you, and I know I do it imperfectly, but I thank you for your word that you've given me. Help me to read it. Help me to study it. Help me to follow it. For your honor and glory today, in Jesus' name, amen.